I have no idea if any of this is going to be heard, but I'm listening to music right now. It's a little Timmy trumpet. Get us going. <laughs> I cannot hear it. Oh. Check this out. Ooh. That's sharp. So here we are. Episode 61. It's uh, Wednesday. We're a day late. Dollar short. What's fucking new? No, it's <clears> Tuesday. <throat> Is it Tuesday? Yeah. Fuck me. God damn it. <laughs> well, it's almost Wednesday. We're getting late. We're, uh, I had to make a, a little last minute run up to pick up some more um, fishing shit. Um, more boat supplies. Well, so that ended up happening. It wasn't the original initial reason for leaving. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so I've been fly fishing for stripers this year obviously way more than ever um finally got all my shit together finally caught some decent sized stripers um and my old man is like hey I need to get on some stripers he had a six weight it could have worked uh would have had to re-spool the reel and I was like well you know that's 90 bucks right there just for a line yeah not to mention you don't have a spare spool, so you probably want a spare spool. Otherwise, you got to unwind it the whole time, every time. Nah, fuck it. Let's just, let's go, let, let me look around. And something popped up last night. I sent the dude a message immediately. 225 for a stripping basket, which they're like 30, 40 bucks. Like, probably 40 or 50 flies, which are four to five bucks a piece so yeah okay we're already at 225 uh rod a uh 30 foot sink tip line which is 90 bucks and just everything ready to go so i was like you should go buy this and so he's like all right when do you want to go and I'm, so i messaged the guy and he's like uh how about tomorrow and he's like i'm leaving town or i can wait till i get back and i was like nope be there tomorrow so drove to Lewiston to pick that up today. Nice. So hopefully get out fishing. We're going fishing Saturday with a buddy of mine um, at a Wells. So we'll see how that goes. Then maybe I'll give him some publicity. Um, <laughs> Is he a guide? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So he guides stripers at a Wells. Um, he's going, going to send his, me over. Yeah, I'm going his on his boat. Yeah, a little bit bigger. He's got a twenty-four, twenty-six foot Parker. I think does it's a Parker. It, does it start with a B? No. No. All right. Actually, I don't even know what the fucking name of the boat is. Well, do they own a fly shop? No. No. Okay. It's not the dude in. Uh, it's not that fly shop in Wells. Okay. Which that dude's open. So that's big news. So Sunday I had to go up to Wells to drop something off and I was meeting up with friends of ours that live in a gun quit and I was going to be early. So I was like, well, I'll see if this fly shop's open. Walk in, no mask, no nothing. The dude's just wide open. I pulled up a buff just because I had one in my truck and the buffs aren't terrible and fucking if it just 
I don't want to fucking have a run in with anybody. I won't be able to keep my fucking composure and I'll just punch someone in the fucking face. And I don't need that right now. Yep. So threw on a buff. Um went in there, actually could like handle flies, bought more flies. Then I got home and really got thinking and looking at what I bought and how much I paid. And I'm like, man, I could tie I could tie these flies cheap. So then I Googled or YouTubed a video on tying. Cause I still have my vice, I still have all my tying shit. Yeah. I just haven't done it in five years. And <clears throat> watched this one video on tying a couple different flies. Uh the average time to tie a fly was about four minutes. So I spent another ninety dollars and ordered um $90 worth of fly tying stuff to now go tie all my saltwater flies for the rest of the year and coming years. Nice. Because I have a business plan, sort of. It's a very loose one. I've got a lot of business plans. But this one is more attainable. I'd like to turn where we record, actually, into a fly shop. Into like a, just like walk in, see the flies, yeah. I have a tying vice there and do it that way. But that's sort of my one vision. I don't fucking know what I'm doing. Um, nope, the boat starts with an A. He's got a website. Maybe we could have him on. Did he purchase a dog from your mother? Yep. Okay. Does the dog's name start with a B? Yep. All right. Now I know who we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So that was the uh, Father's Day present from my wife and my mother to my father and myself. So go out, do that. Hopefully get on some bigger fish out there. So he's been catching some good fish. So there's... Good reports from the people I'm hearing. And I talked to a guy today that's, he caught two tuna in two days. Good size nice. ones. So they're, uh, the fish are around. I plan it on Sunday. So I get out of work. This, <clears throat> so as our listeners know, I was in the hospital. I had to take some time off from work. I'm back to work. Came back at a perfect week because we're closing. Yeah, we're closing at noon on Friday. Yeah, and then I'm off Saturday, Sunday. So this will be my this will be my third Saturday off in a row. Um. So, I mean, can't rush back into these things. No, no. no. But Saturday, I'm planning on. I was gonna text your Friday. I was gonna text your father. Because I knew he had been expressive interest in going shooting. Um, mm-hmm. So I think Friday I'm going to bring my shit to work. And uh, after work on Friday, stop off to the gun range. I'm hoping people will be away at camp. So there'll be an option to do some shooting. And then Saturday, I got annual family uh, 4th of July party. And then Sunday, um, going to go 
hang out with my dad for a while, give him a haircut. Which that's nice. probably the, that's one of the coolest things about having my parents back up here now is I get to go hang out with them. You know, it's it's not like yeah. a, I don't have to drive a thousand miles to do it. So yeah, looking forward to it. Good weekend. Yeah, um, we got, I'm I'm fucking book solid. My, that was the other thing because I was mentioning time flies to my father and he's like where are you going to find the time for that I was like I got the time like I fuck around on TikTok you know from fucking 8.30 till 10.30 until I go to bed or yep. whatever like I could just go out and bust out 20-30 flies and then if I end up then turning around and selling them like make money or if I don't and I just end up fishing them I save money so I mean it's a win-win. So win. But then I start looking, I'm like, okay, tomorrow's rained out. So tomorrow morning I got to get up or tonight and my boat's sitting outside in this fucking cow pissing on a flat rock rain we're getting right now. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely fucking coming down. I it wasn't bad here just a minute ago, but on my way home it was pouring. It's been like biblical rains here. Um, we need it. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, we do. The wife had to get out because I left it, I don't know, 3.30. Yeah. So right before the rain came and it started pouring and then it was our gutter on the front of the house was overflowing. And so she went out, got a ladder, got up on the ladder, cleared the blockage. Good honor. Yeah. I mean, great job, but uh, probably some things I should be doing if I was around. (laughs) This going back to like my point, like okay, so tomorrow night I got to install the new fish finder GPS combo I just bought for the boat. Yeah. Thursday, we're going fishing. It's going to be nice. It's going to be one of the warmer days, so we'll get out about whatever five thirty, six o'clock. Fish still dark, and then I'll be in trouble again. But what's new? Um, uh oh. Did we lose you? Uh, no, I'm here. Sorry. Okay. Um, then Friday, I think I'm taking the boat up to Little Sub, not Sebago, uh, Malsum, because friends are coming in from California. Parents have a lake house. So running up there with the boat, put in family crews up to their camp. And then take her father and her boyfriend out fishing while the kids yeah. do whatever kids do. Saturday, got fishing 6 to 10, party from 11 to 2, then another party from 2 to fuck who knows when. <laughs> like, you are book solid. We're book solid right now. It's good. I mean, it's nice to get out and see people finally. Yeah, no but, doubt. It's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a strange world we live in. 50-50 in Cabela's. I wore a buff. Nobody, it was 50-50, like, same thing with, like, Irving, like, up there is where we met, so I went in and grabbed some water and a snack, and it was, like, you know, 50-50 people wear masks, people not. 
you get Karen's coming in, gloving up, masking up, just to get gas. And I'm like, okay. Like, yeah. we're just not even listening anymore at this point. You heard one thing fucking six months ago, so now you're just going to do that. All right. Yeah, well, exactly. That was one of the things my father and I talked about quite a bit was, you know, there's a lot of new, you know, information. It's something new. You know, the contact from, you know, hand-to-hand stuff is just, it's out the fucking window. And that's yeah. all they told us for the first, you know. And that's my biggest problem with this whole thing is, like, like, I get it that, like, you're wrong. So come out and, like, very, very publicly be like, hey, what we told you was dumb dope. Like, we're sorry. We yeah. fucked up. Do this. Not, oh, do this now, too. Not, yeah, do this exactly. And do this. Like, well, you know, you're going to do this forever? Like, go fuck yourselves. No. Yeah. And it's only going to get to it. It's only, it's going to get to a point where people just... I mean, I saw a thing the other day. It was, if there is a second wave, which I guess there kind of is right now with the other states uh, down south, but it's, if you, if there's a second wave, you can't shut down like you did before. Because, no, 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 no. because of the economy, but now that because when everything was shut down all the people were out protesting and they're just going to be like yeah fuck you i mean if they can go out and protest and we can go out and you know we can go to the store so it's uh, uh but that's enough about coronavirus yep so we got some big news in Patriots land. Number one. Number one. I've the Newton. You know, <laughs> Newton, Massachusetts. Dude, yes. if you could, I mean, uh, there's like a lot of people, obviously, the Panther fans, that are very quick to sell out on their quarterback. Um, who brought them, well, the only success that team's ever fucking seen. Yeah. Um, But two years ago, he was the MVP. Yeah, I know. Two seasons ago. And we just paid him a million dollars. That's it. Like, he told. And, and the only thing, you know, he could get paid more. He's just got to play better. He's just got to play good. So it, it really can only work out for him and really for the Patriots. He, I don't think he played bad. Like, I don't think he ever really had bad football. I think he, he has bad teams. Yeah. And I mean, he, you look at. He hasn't thrown a touchdown in a while. No, but you look at, you know, he got that shoulder injury. He got the foot injury. Tried yep. to play through everything. Realized can't do that. And then, like, there's a little bit of off the field stuff. But I think we've proven the fact that that just goes away when you come to the Patriots. Yeah. And if it doesn't, you go away. So, fuck it. Um, yeah, Exactly. You know, and it's the uh, – it was really cool. I forget who it was. I don't know if it was – it wasn't Mike Lombardi. He was on – someone McAfee had on was doing, like, a lot of GM talk yeah. and, like, salary salary cap stuff. Um, he was some dude that worked for the Packers. I forget who it was. It wasn't Lombardi. It was a new guy. It was yesterday. 
Yeah. Um, but he was talking about how all of these incentives, so depending on how they're stacked and who you have, you basically, at the end of the year, you close your books and you add up all the incentives that you were banking on paying and that you would put on your cap for this year, all the incentives you were questionable or like you could kind of float. And then whoever made them, you got to pay them. And then whoever didn't make them, you get that money back. So like if you put like a bunch of stuff on the books that like, you know, Edelman has fucking 95 touchdowns. Well, yeah. he's probably not going to get that, but it could be a million dollars on the cap. So let's, let's account for it. And then yeah. he doesn't get it. So now you get that money back. And like, so he's kind of talking, he's like, you know, they could really end up, depending on how all these contracts are structured, you could end up actually saving money on new. And it's like, oh my fucking God. Like, yeah. And, you know, do I think he's going to get it over Stidham? Absolutely. Um, yeah. I, and it's no fault of his own. I mean, he's a fucking second year quarterback in a brand new offense. And now the best thing for him is he's going to get to see a whole nother offense and learn a whole nother offense because yeah. he learned under Brady. Now he's going to learn under a mobile quarterback. Now I, I think it's great for him. No, it's definitely going to be interesting. And one thing about Stidham that I watched when I was um, in, when I was sitting at home was he took off and went back to Texas for a month so a lot of people are saying well that's not the healthiest choice with everything going on especially texas and, and stuff like that um <clears throat> so i'm wondering if, if belichick was like you know what you uh you obviously don't care too much about the team watch this and goes out and signs I don't think that's what it's about. I don't, I don't, I, I don't get that vibe at all. The, the thing I do also love about it is now if he is the quarterback for the future for the Patriots, like you signed Cam to a one-year deal this year, a prove-it deal. You got the money to pay him. You don't have to worry about ever addressing the contract with Stidham for three more years after this season. Yeah. So you sign Cam to a three-year deal next year, or you offload Cam, and if Stidham's there, you bring him up. But it distances Stidham from Brady, which is, I think, going to be huge for him because now he's not in that shadow. I mean, the shadow will always be there. Anyone that now plays for the Patriots yeah. for the next 100 years is always going to be compared to Tom Brady and the dynasty that him and Bill Belichick can you imagine the next coach of the Patriots? Like, what the fuck is that dude going to do? Yeah. Being behind Brady's bad? It's like, oh, yeah. Um, I came in here and took a franchise that was, yeah, maybe on a swing up. And, uh, yeah, six to 12 Super Bowls later. And, um, yeah, we didn't miss the playoffs except for, like, five years. Yeah, good luck. See ya. Yeah, right. Like, what the fuck are you supposed to do there? Especially, like, I think McDaniels will leave. I don't think he's going to take – I wouldn't want to take it. Like, it's, you're following someone that successful, trying to take that job over? I think it'll be his son. Maybe. 
but then that's fucking also political suicide. Yeah. I think that's the bigger story. Uh, Nobody's talking about it. Here we are. We're talking about it. We're breaking. We're breaking news. We're breaking news. It's not a QB controversy. Can you imagine the next head coach? (laughs) Bring in Adam Gase. Fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I feel it. And did you see? I posted it on our on the mainly stupid Instagram today, but Cam Newton and Edelman. Yeah. The post and then the first comment or the comment that obviously rises to the top is Brady. I did not see what Brady said. Oh, Brady said, I'll always be your number one. Something like that. Sorry, dude. I heard some chatter that uh, the chances of Antonio Brown going to the Buccaneers is rising. Very good. Dude, that, that team's going to be just an ultimate cheat code. Why yeah. wouldn't they? Why wouldn't anyone in the NFL that is a free agent right now just be like, hey, B.A., uh, yeah, I'll sign for league men and uh, just put a Super Bowl bonus of, I don't know, five mil? Sounds good. Here we yeah. go. And just go down there and just be a dream team. Be like the fucking U.S. women's soccer team in the fucking Olympics. Just steamroll everyone. Have a little speed bump with one team and move on. Like, that's what they're building. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be a wild year. And I'm, in, and I'm interested to kind of see how it goes. But I'll tell and you I mean, one thing. I don't have any animosity for Brady leaving now, especially now. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's just Belichick did it again, and he just sat there while the whole world burned around him, and he just was like, yep, we'll get our guy. Don't worry. Watch this. And then, oh, by the way, the Patriots are found guilty of the TV crew. Oh, okay, we'll just release this Cam Newton news a uh, minute before it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You good with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay, the whole world forgot? Okay, cool. And, and what they find us uh... – is it we lost a third round draft pick next year? Third, third round pick in 2020? 2021? Yeah. And yeah. the funny thing is, we have like in 2021, we have like 15 first round draft picks. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> we'll and then we'll that. probably take, take those 15 first round draft picks and just trade them all away to and just let Belichick pick up whoever third rounders that are fucking yeah. sleeping in their car. Exactly. He'll pick up some guy living in a van. So <clears throat> I'm in the midst. Well, not my wife, when I was in the hospital, redid my man cave. Uh-huh. And I got a desk from that used to be my grandmother's from my parents moving up here. So now I have a TV in here, which is over here on this wall. And then we had a, she put up a shelf behind me with some knickknacks and grandfather's memorabilia. The only thing I'm lacking now is a chair that sits like a like an office chair. Uh, yeah. Because I'm sitting on a bar stool, and that's why you can only see this much of my face. And I keep like adjusting myself because it is uncomfortable as shit to sit on. So. 
Um, Next time we do a remote, I'll have a little bit better chair. A nice little rolly chair or something. I kicked myself in the ass because I had I drove past one for free the other day on the side of the road. Don't want it now. Yeah, soaking wet. Um, and it wasn't even there. But this is going to be my podcast, gun cleaning, trying to figure out a way I can mount my rifle on the wall. I just want to get. I want to get a hidden. I want to get the flag. I yeah. Get one of the wooden flags with a concealment. Guy I went to high school with. Uh, he lives in. He was in the army, and he lives in Missouri now. He uh, he makes them, and it's all. It's all out of wood except for the case itself, and it's got an RFID reader yeah. in it. So you hit it, and it, he does it where they slide or where they flip open. It's pretty cool. Um, RS RS Woodworking on Instagram and Facebook. His name's uh, Ryan Sylvester. Does wicked good stuff. He's a cool guy. He's a he, he's a cool dude. Well, yeah, I'm I'm just jacked up for fucking football season now. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I don't care what yep. it looks like. I, I don't care if we can't go to games. I don't go to games, so fuck them. Like, yeah. Just put it on TV. Let me watch it. Yeah. And I think that's what will end up happening. They'll just sell a shitload of advertising and turn the stands into billboards, and uh, it'll be good. I mean, you could tell companies are opening back up because you hear a lot more ads on podcasts now and, you know, they're all internet-based companies for the most part. But yeah, it's happening. Well, so that was the interesting thing when I went to that fly shop. I was talking to him and he's like, yeah, I also have an Amazon store. He goes, I almost shut down the shop not because I didn't want to deal with the health regulations and all that bullshit. He goes, I'm so fucking busy trying to fill orders. Yeah. He's like, ah. He's like, I have arranged now for UPS, FedEx, and the Postal Service to have a pickup location here. He's like, I'm just sending. He's like, I send between 100 to 200 packages a day. Holy like, shit. Oh, my God. And he's like, uh, you know, anything from flies all the way up to full outfits, full fly rods, everything. Like, he's like, I, I put every, he's like, my son did it like four or five years ago when he was working here. Um, he started the online store and got me set up. And then, you know, once the COVID hit, I'd already built up to like, he's like, I have six or 700 items on there. And he's like, and now it's just flying. That's cool. He's like, oh. I was like, at least you're open, man. Like, I want, I, I don't like to not buy flies that I can't like at least look at. Like, yeah. You know, especially where like I know like, and he does it there too. He ties his own flies, so he's got some stuff there that is hand tied. Well, it's all hand tied, but um, but we might get interrupted. We got, we got guests. Hi. Oh, guys, you Say hi. Wave. You can't hear him because he's in my earbuds. I'm not taking him out. <laughs> hi. He said hi. Okay. Love you. Yep. 
It's my change, not yours. <laughs> but anytime like quarters are around, they're just like fascinated. Yeah. Well, it's money. Um, yeah. She did her fight. She so we're starting to work on some like money management at five years old or whatever. So she finally decided what she wanted to spend her birthday money on. And so now it won't be delivered till tomorrow, but she wanted to buy a, it's like a erasable, it's not like a whiteboard, but it's the black ones. Yeah. I don't know if you see them, they're like neon. Yep. She wanted one of those, so ordered one off the Amazons. And Hey, guess what? You learn how to ride a two-wheel bike at three years old, you're going to learn money management at five. It's only. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Know how to pop wheelies. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, took, uh, got the the horse that's over my left shoulder here. Yeah. Got her head out the window. Um, got her out training on Sunday. Nice. We took her out um, after went fishing on Sunday. I had a busy weekend. You've had a busy couple weeks. It's been real busy. Between work, last week work was all 12-hour days, so that sucked. But then I think three nights last week during the week I went out fishing, and then Saturday and Sunday both went fishing. So it was busy. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of things happening. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we took the horse out to – do some retrieving, start training. She she did fucking awesome. Nice. She does not know how to really enter the water. Well, she does, but it's not your typical like run and jump. Yeah. It's just run. So she leaves your <laughs> side at 150 miles an hour, like a rocket, and just goes and runs straight into the water. Just Straight up to the chest. Yeah. And then start swimming and it's like you strapped a fucking twenty five horse on the back of a dog. The dog can fucking swim. Yeah. 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 Nope. She's gonna go to her chair. She's got her own chair in my office. Oh (laughs) mad at me. Oh, there's stuff on there. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so it's been a, a busy outdoorsy summer so far, and it's been I fucking I still kick myself in the ass for this, like for not getting your boat ready or getting your boat ready, not getting my boat ready for the past six fucking years. I mean, <laughs> I, I've used this, but I've almost put more. I've put more hours on the motor. I can almost guarantee it than I have all duck season. I'm not saying a lot because I think I hunted 66 days or 67 days last year. I counted, but on duck hunts, it's you know 15 minutes out, stop, 15 minutes back. Like fishing, we've been all right. We'll run to we'll run to the life saving station. We'll run up river. We'll run down here. Like it's all over the place. How's that boat doing the river? Which river? The Piscataqua. Oh, good couple times it gets 
it gets a little churny every now and then, and that's a little sketchy. It's not sketchy. It's just you get pounded because yeah. you're in a metal boat that weighs absolutely nothing. The worst was, sadly, the day I took my wife out last weekend. We were flying, and then came around a corner and got into, like, a little, like, two- to three-foot chop, and it was just like, bang, 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 bang. Sorry, hang on. If um, we could try not to do that when I'm on the boat? Yeah, no, no, we won't. I would appreciate well, it. <laughs> so, like, where that launches in Kittery, you can either come out, like, by the yacht club. Yeah. Hoity-toity. Yeah. I almost got sidetracked by a fucking boat on Saturday night. I think it was Saturday night. Um, or Friday night. I don't know. I don't know when the fuck it was. I don't remember what day it was. But, yeah, we were coming out, and the sailboat just cast his lines and fucking headed right. And I'm like, uh... I'm sort of in the channel here in a no-wake zone, trying to be re- semi-respectful of all of your boats here. But if you're going to do that, well, kindly go fornicate yourself, and uh, off we went. But um, that's like a nice, easy ride out. And I mean, the worst, like if we go out to the life-saving station, the worst it'll be is like, you know, a, maybe one to two. Like it doesn't get turned up in there at all. And we can take it easy too. Or we can go upriver and then it's just a nice little pleasurable ride. Yeah. I'm I'm down for anything. Just as long as I don't go in the water. No, we'll 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 try and make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> Do you have a spin rod with lures? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I got two on board. Two of those and I'll have two fly rods on board if you care to and I need to come up with a better. The problem I have is my fly rods are longer than the boxes. So to have them be put away, like where my spinning rods are, I can't. So like the tips are either like bent out or up or uh, just kind of fucked up. But got to get some uh, PVC tubing mounted on the side of the boat. Well, I thought about that, but then I don't want it in the way. And so, like, when we're, when I'm fishing, and, like, if we got to move or anything, I just lay it on the bench. It it spans the whole bench, but the rod storage is, like, between the bench and, like, there's, like, a little bump out for another, I don't know. I might just drill a hole in that fucking box and be able to put it in. But it works pretty well right now, so. Nice. I'm looking almost forward bought, to it. Almost bought a stereo system for the boat today, but <laughs> ran, out, ran out of gift card money, so we're gonna have to wait on that one. <laughs> yeah, probably not a bad idea. I well, so I take a, I've got a Bluetooth speaker I take and just put on the boat. Yeah, waterproof, and I don't really care if it gets fucking wet. So yeah. <clears throat> uh, but, um. Is your father coming out with us on Thursday? I don't know. Probably. Once he listens to this, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got to, uh, I didn't even ask him about it. But yeah, either him or see if Ian wants to go or Steve or 
neighbor or neighbor got his boat out. He's got a little inflatable. But. Oh boy. Here we go. Would you rather? It's been a hot minute before this. Yeah, we haven't done one of these in a while. It's everyone's favorite segment. Would you rather? Would you rather be smarter than your partner or your partner smarter than you? Well, we know the answer to that. If you could change it at this point. (laughs) I think I like having her smarter than me. (laughs) Makes my life easier. That's true. Would you rather do the dishes every night or cook every night? Dishes. I'd rather cook. I love cooking. I'm horrible at it. So, although I did make nachos tonight. Oh, I, I just I just saw something on nachos and I sent it to because like the summer group that comes up from Maryland. I don't know yeah. if they're still coming or what the fuck they're doing, but um, there was a um, you take like a dining room table and cover yeah. it in foil. You put chips down, and then you cook up like five pounds of hamburger meat and all nachoy, and then cook it and throw it on. Throw on. They used which I am disgusted by, but it was in the south. So what do you expect? But they use like the Tostitos nacho cheese. I'm disgusted by that. I you just don't use that. No. Nah. I mean, you can dip it. That's fine. But that's yeah. not nachos. Like, no. I, I don't care if it's called nacho cheese. It's not nacho cheese. Yeah. You use shredded cheese. And as long as you had the meat hot enough, it would melt. And then they had, like, bowls of onions, bowls of peppers, like, laid in the middle. So, like, you could, like, stand around the table and make your own little nacho plate in front of you on a table that's lined in tinfoil. The only time you use liquid nacho cheese is, like, from a snack shack at a high school football game or a high school sporting event or yep. the movies. Hockey games. Hockey. That's yeah. that's when you use those. So. so would you rather be semi-famous but not remembered after you pass away or not famous at all but you're revered afterwards? I would rather be remembered after I'm gone. That's what I said. That's what, that was my thought. It's like, that means I did something cool, whether yeah. people knew it at the time, but like, I just think of like artists and like some musicians that like, they were okay. And then once they're gone, the shit's awesome. But yeah. Um, <laughs> I came up with this one. This is a good one. Would you rather your farts smell like any food that you ate? Like, as it's cooked, so, like, as it's prepared, so like, what you smell in the kitchen is what your farts smell like, or anything you drink, your pee smells like it. So, like, I'm drinking a grapefruit truly right now, so it smells like grapefruit. I think I'd rather have my farts smell like actual food. 
I would too because I'm normally around people when I actually fart. I'm not really around anybody when I pee. So it seemed like a selfish. But it would be kind of cool. And with the farts, it will be fun because, like, if you eat tacos or something, and then you go to a friend's house and you and you start farting, and they're gonna be like, "Man, I really want tacos right now." Yeah. And then you can be like, <laughs> "Enjoy that." <laughs> um, would you rather be in like peak physical condition at any time, or be able to sleep perfectly every night? I'd rather be able to sleep perfectly. I'll take being in shape. I sleep like shit anyway, so whatever. It just is what it is, and then I wouldn't be a fat stooge. My body's so jacked up that I would just, I mean, I'm already in peak physical condition. I mean, it's hard to, hard to argue. So sleeping well at this point is more important because it's hard to maintain such, such a uh, body type without good yeah. sleep. It's true. Yeah. You know? Good sleep is a foundation to any good good body. So that's just that might be what we're missing, bud. It it it's a chore to maintain this lifestyle with the amount of sleep I get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and the last one I have, I like this is a difficult one. I don't, I still don't have an answer for it. Would you rather your skin color changes like a mood ring? for whatever like your feelings are or your tattoos tell your story like Maui. I'd rather have my tattoos tell my story. So the, the way it was written where I ripped it from, which is Reddit was your tattoos tell the story of what you did yesterday. But I was like, that's kind of stupid. Like you're not gonna have tattoos change every day. Yeah, it'd be cool. I think it would be cooler to have like your tattoos to like tell your life story. I mean, I sort of have. I mean, I know you did too. Like that's sort of like how my tattoos are. But um, I think that's. I don't know. Personally, that's where I think they should be. Like, which speaking of, after all this bullshit, I am finally just gonna pull the trigger on the patriotic tattoo I want. Fuck them. I think I gotta do it. I've been, I've been thinking about what I, I like. I want to do some sort of half sleeve, and eventually, I'd like to have it be on, you know, both arms, not the same thing. But like w with my current tattoos, they all show. They pretty much show like a different stage in my life at the point yep. when I got them. You know what I mean? So I kind of have, like on my left arm, it's kind of mismatched. And like I want to incorporate uh, purple and pink flowers. And like on this arm I have, I have a, it's a patriotic tattoo. It's kind of stupid, but it was one of the ones that I just liked the sounds of it when I got it. So I got it. And uh, so I'd like to add something because I have like open space here. Yeah, and I need to fix this abortion of an elbow tattoo. 
Yeah. Um, so it's all just time and money at this point. Well, that's what, like, when I, so I did my, when I did my compass rose, I wanted it, I was going to do it on my elbow, but he was like, yeah. no, it'll look like shit. Like, just leave your elbow blank. Like, unless you're going to do like a scene over it, don't even yeah. think about it. And I was like, okay. And that's basically what I'm going to have to do to cover this up is yeah something. So we'll see. I just got to, I got to go to an artist and it's going to be, these are my ideas. Can we do a make, by the hour thing? And you make just me something cool. And you just have at it, you know, and whether it's three hours or four hours, you know, and by the so we'll just see. And I wanna like I have my I have some words on my chest. I'd like to add something else to that. I don't want to get any more on my lower arms. I can't so. find it, it would take me too long to find it, but I have um some tattoo ideas that I know what I want for my patriotic one. I'll put it that way. Yeah. This was one of them, which I thought was pretty dope, but it'd be hard yeah. to do. But there's another one that's like it that I want, so We'll see. We'll get there eventually. But <clears throat> um, I don't even look at what the news is saying. I don't really want to read the news. Yeah, there's nothing good on it. There's a man hunting Dover. Yeah, dude. There's so then there was two guys arrested in New York today. Oh, really? Yeah. Fucking place is going to hell in a handbasket. We fucking open it up and fucking here they come. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's a man hunting Dover. There was. Uh, let me find it. Oh, they ended it. They found him. Yeah, they arrested. Ended the result. Ended with an arrest. Uh, they found some fucking old lady that got lost in New York. That's good. Real good. good. They did find her? Yeah. Um, pair arrested in New York after alleged spree of vehicle break-ins. There's some fucking... Fucking Belmont, New Hampshire. They're found hiding in the woods after the motorcycle crashed near York River Bridge late Sunday. Oh, shit. Huh. So, I got a funny story. My, my parents' new apartment building is three or four stories. Mm -hmm. And they're on, the, they're on their second floor. Their upstairs neighbor, his name is Don. He's uh, 92 years old, World War II vet. Him wow. and his wife live alone. They're the same age, both 92. So last Sunday, I think it was Sunday, we were sitting there 
uh, or no, Saturday, last Saturday. We are sitting there hanging out and um, all of a sudden I hear this crash like on the door. And yeah. my parents haven't changed. They don't lock the door. So you hear the crash into the door and then the handle and the door opens up and it's this old dude with a walker and he's like starting to walk in. And I'm like, you got the wrong house, fella. And he, it, he's met my uncle, my uncle Glenn. And he's like, oh, Glenn, I'm sorry. I got off on the wrong floor in the elevator. Didn't even realize it. <laughs> so I was like, no worries. He goes, up, upstairs I go. And he backs out. And then you hear the same thing upstairs. Boom! Into the door. So he's like, <laughs> he opens it, he hits the handle and then pushes it open with his walker. <laughs> the walker through. But I told my wife, I was like, if somebody did that in my house, I would have shot him. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But it was just Don, 92-year-old World War II vet, badass, I'm sure. But, yeah, that was my funny story. That's awesome. It's good, you know, they're getting right back into the uh, New England swing of things. Yeah, not, not locking the door. <laughs> yep. It's or, something, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's something around, I mean, during the summer, we lock way, way, way more shit up just because of we live on a pretty busy road with a lot of yeah. transient fuckheads that drive it, but like, I can. Um, I've, I've always. I shouldn't cover it on this, but. I've come from the school of. I grew, I mean, for the longest time, I never had a house key. Door was yeah. just always unlocked. And then, you know, time went on and there was more and more break ins in the area. And so I got a house key. And um, so. <clears throat> Obviously, times change, and you know we lock our cars now, and we lock our house up. Just, it's just, it honestly is the safest thing to do, just to cover your ass. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a lot easier to hear somebody busting through a locked door than it is just having them walk in. And now it's just, oh, hey, hey, Don. Yeah. How you doing, pal? But so, yeah, we're. We're going down there tomorrow night. My mom wanted she wanted Moe's. She hasn't had it in a while. So we're gonna get Moe's and she's she's calling July first her her do-over for twenty twenty, starting fresh. Starting fresh. Midway yeah. point. Well wow. yeah. Kinda. A little over. And um just gonna continue on. It's tomorrow is the official one year of me not drinking um so kind of do you have do you have any book reviews so i've started reading so this is how bored i was in the hospital your father got me a book and i was excited about it (laughs) so i started reading that i'm only one chapter in just because i'm i'm a slow reader you know, and there's, there's some big words you, in that book. You just absorb it deeper. Yeah. So I need to, I'm going to read more this weekend and uh, 
kind of enjoy it, but it's the book. You know, if, if our listeners remember, we talked to Sally Greer, who is the Navy, Naval aviator. And we talked about this book on there. It's top, it's top gun. It's about the story of how top gun started. And, um, a couple quick things that I've learned about it so far is the, the, the patch for top gun was designed in an officer's club on a cocktail napkin by him and three other dudes and or two other dudes and uh and then the other thing the cool part about it was he was at dan Pedersen was at area 51 in a hangar and there was a mig in the hangar that they had and the maintenance guy was like go ahead climb in it so he climbed up in it and i may not be quoting this 100 percent correct but he he got it in and within 20 minutes he was flying it <laughs> so it just it just shows like you if you listen to any podcast or anything with current aviators in the military aviators you know the type of stuff that they did back then compared to now like he talks about how he would just sign out a plane yeah and, and go practice dog fighting in the desert with <laughs> all of his buddies you know i don't think i mean from dealing with the the u.s navy from the from the shipyard you know when yeah. they come in to buy stuff the hoops they have to go through just to be able to do that you know, maybe naval aviators can get away with it a little bit more because of their officers and shit. But you know, for them to buy a a five hundred dollar backpack blower, they gotta call Virginia, and then Virginia has to call me, and then I have to call them, and then Virginia has to call that. It's a, it's it's wild. And then he's like, "Yeah, I signed out an F four. It went out into the into Fighter Town, USA, and." and practice dogfighting with all the other naval aviators and the Marine Corps and the Air Force and, and shit like that. So it's just it's 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 cool to cool to hear that and and do those things and but I don't know, maybe when I get through this book I'll read another one. We'll see. Yeah. You know, could be the tip of the iceberg. Or yeah, it may have to ice, get some. Or it could be an ice cube in a glass. We're not sure yet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I may have to get a bookshelf in here. Well, you do have one behind you. It just is a memorabilia shelf at this point. Yeah. I got a rock shelf over my shoulder. Actually, three of them. So I'll get out of the way. Maybe you can kind of see it. But oh, yeah. The, Right there is a shadow box with my grandfather's Navy stuff. Right there is a picture. It's, it's tough to see, but that's the picture of the, the sub he was on in World War II. Um, and then that, I posted on my Instagram before, but that's his official accommodation from when he saved that submarine from sinking in the uh, Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And then on the top shelf, there's some pictures and uh, an autographed koozie from Terry Bradshaw. Um, and then there's 
an old leather box that was built or made in New York City in 1938. And it was, it's a Navy Siemens box. So all okay. the sailors had this box with, they just kept, you know, toiletries and shit in it. So, and that was my grandfather's. That's cool. Yep. And then, like I said, the desk that this is, the desk that this computer's sitting on, I got, was my grandmother's. She had it my whole life and before my dad used to use it when he was a kid. So it's, you know, this is 60 plus years old. Yeah. Kind of neat. She used to have it in her house and one Christmas, my dad and his brothers got her a, an email computer. It was only designed for sending email. Plugged the phone line into it and had a small screen on it, like that big. And it was, you just, you, I remember walking into her, her den and she would be sitting there pecking out an email one finger at a time on this. It was basically a keyboard with a screen on it. Yeah. It's wild to think about like how much, like I've always, like, this is one of the things that like I just revered my great grandmother for. And I mean, sounds like Dawn, similar kind of age but like you know she she was born in 1913 yeah the amount of shit that got developed between 1913 and 2013 yeah well she she passed away in 2000 2013 no 2011 the amount of shit that developed, you know, just in our lifetime so far. Yeah. I mean, what I mean, you, you know, we're, go back to that. Like, you're talking about dirt roads, carriages, cars aren't all that prevalent. I mean, they're getting better in 1915, yeah. you know, but still, your horse and buggy is your main, main transportation. My grandfather was born in 1916. And, you know, <laughs> he, I think I've told you before, but you know, his biggest worry when he was a kid was Frank Sinatra because yeah. Frank Sinatra lived in the next town over and he hated him because he would steal all the girls. Huh. You know, and now you got kids worried about, you know, uh, or getting upset that their friend hasn't played against them in words with friends. Yeah. You well, know? I mean, but like, that's where I like just look at like people talk about like the greatest generations and all this. And it's like, anyone that's come before us is better. I don't really <laughs> care what anyone said. I, we're not the greatest generation. And technologically wise, I think we are. Yeah. Only because we grew up without it and adapted to it. Yeah, much better than like you know kids nowadays can't go without a phone like I didn't have a phone until I was like I think it was 16 when I could drive yeah like that's when I got my first phone it couldn't do anything except send fucking QWERTY texts and fucking make phone calls and play snake like yeah. which I'm very thankful for and there was no video recordings of anything stupid I did exactly. growing up I've had, you know, the amount of kids that come in the shop and see me answer a landline phone 
and say to their parents, what's that? Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's wild. But like, I mean, when my great grandmother, like she had a cell phone, like she was able to yeah. adapt to it. She was able to adapt to TVs, computers, like that shit, like being able to do that. I, I'm hopeful for a future, but also at the same time, it's kind of like, man, where do we go from here? Like, yeah. And how are our kids going to be like when we have to adapt to the newest technology when we're our parents' age? You know what I mean? How are, fucking, I hate dealing with technology in my parents. It's, it's <laughs> fucking the worst. Yeah. Like, it's, how uh, I, it's, my father like, still doesn't use ATMs. He doesn't believe in them. He doesn't. I, I, I don't fucking get it. He doesn't use ATMs? Nope. Why? Never. Never has used one. And, the, and like, he's pretty tech savvy. You know, he's got... But fucking used savvy of real fucking generous fucking well, amount there. Probably. He's got a lot of technology that, that he's made available to himself. Yeah. And, you know, ATMs are... They're pretty basic. Yeah, punch in four numbers and say, "Give me money." And I mean, you could even do you can even do more than that on them now. I mean, you could deposit a check and it's in your account when you leave the ATM. I don't know if he uses online banking. I think he's got to. Like he doesn't still balance a checkbook. I don't think my wife does. I no. She's she she does the online banking, but she keeps the ledger just because that's how she was taught. Yeah, but so okay so now i have a question like if you have to call her in for this i don't care but so if you're keeping a ledger but you buy a thousand things online that all show up on automatically like or even like any store if you run the card like it shows up online immediately does she go in and update that immediately every purchase uh she does it pretty much every night or every other night, she'll go in and just update the ledger. Why? I, she's smarter than me, so I I don't know. Like I, I don't know if it's anything like me. I I think I it's write, just how she how she was taught, and it works for her, so that's how she does it. Yeah, but I I literally write one check a month. That is it. And it's only because my truck loan is with a different bank than my currently bank, so I can't fucking transfer it. And it annoys the shit out of me. But I've got a really good rate, so I don't want to change it. But other yeah, than that, like, that's the up. only check I send. Once a month, I write a check. She just does it to keep, you know, a hard copy of the, of the checking as well. I am... I mean, talk about things. That is going to be one of the first things that goes out when you two finally have a kid and you fucking just are in the lovely joys of parenthood. That's just going to be fucking thrown out the window. Don't give a fuck. Have no money. Have a kid. Fuck it. Whatever. All right. I, I, I mean, that's insanity. That's just. I'm just. Uh, she does all the finances. I, if I spend too much money, she goes, stop, you know, so, and I don't spend, 
a lot of money. I mean, I buy gas and smokes and coffee every now and then. I get my cash when I cash my check or deposit my check during the week. You didn't and, do uh, automatic deposit? No. Everybody still gets a check handed to them. I don't need there's robots. Companies, there's companies my money. that for you. Hey, I get it. Oh, but, I do have one other. Um, hopefully, my mother's now on TikTok, which is a good transition because I wanted to talk about TikTok. Um, you still, you have it, right? But you don't. I don't actively use it. So. My wife, who is affectionately, she's on social media a lot for what she does, which whatever, I'm kicking her fucking ass at TikTok, destroying. And like, I post stupid shit and I don't post it a lot. Like today I posted, or yesterday, I think it was, I posted a fly fishing video. It was just a video of me literally casting on the bow of my boat. Got something like 750 views on it and like 20, 58 likes and four comments. I, I just don't, I don't know how to use it. It's, like you see these people like doing the, the lip syncing videos. It's so easy, dude. But how do you make it so your voice isn't, you can turn it down. It's all in editing. It's it's very easy. I guess I'm going to need a TikTok tutorial from you because my wife, she doesn't post anything, but she watches the videos and I constantly hear like the same song, it, bougie, ratchet. It's all ratchet. like the same 15 fucking songs. Yeah. Bougie, ratchet, Snapchat, that, that whatever that is. And, just doesn't go away. But so my wife then posted three videos in the past day and they've gotten eight like eight views, 36 views and 67 views. I'm just relishing in the fact that I don't know why, but people are watching more of my shit than her shit. And it's just great because like her Instagram, her, her fucking Instagram is just outrageous. Like, yeah, she's got a lot of followers. Yeah. I mean, she's got, let's see here. Yeah, she's got 2,800 followers. I have, uh, nope, that's our page. We've got 211. Um, I have on my personal, at Filefly, good plug, uh, 400. So I don't ever even try and compare with her so on the Instagram stuff. And I just use Instagram to like literally really post fishing stuff. Like that's it. Like and on on my Instagram at humac eighty seven I have uh um four hundred and twenty followers. Oh good number. Yeah. So I, I guess I should step up my social media game. I don't know. I, I'm on my phone too much as it is. 
Well, see, that's, well, that's the other part of it is like, are you on your phone too much just doing nothing? And like, you could spend, step up your social media game, but what is that really going to do for you? Like, does it really matter to this podcast that 40 fucking people listen to that we have a banger of a social media? I don't really give a fuck. Um, and I guess the only thing it would benefit us wise would be we could gain more listeners if they knew about us on social media. Sure. Maybe gain more potential sponsors or potential guests. Yeah, so why don't you get off your ass and fucking get on your social media, motherfucker? <laughs> it's a very valid point, Garrett. <laughs> I, I don't know who did the last. You post 99% of the shit on our. Yeah. And I am very bad at it. Like we go from a day ago to a month ago. and Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, we've said this before. I'm going to commit to it. I'm all in. Cause now I got the, I'm winning the TikTok challenge. So here we go. We're just going to, between all the spare time I'm going to have when now I'm going to be tying fucking 150 flies or whatever. I think I ordered enough stuff to tie like 200 flies. So if anyone's looking for flies, I might open an Etsy page. I don't know. We might just be crazy. Etsy page, start sending out flies to people. I don't know. Yeah, I just, I just put a, I just posted a picture on our mainly stupid Instagram. Oh, yeah. That's been a good one. I'm so, one. I'm so sick of fucking my town's community pages. I'm fucking <laughs> done with them. Dude, they're fucking terrible. Like, it, now it is just absolutely all political, just back and forth. Who's wrong? Who's right? Fuck this. Fuck you. Yeah. This is why Trump's stupid. This is why Trump's stupid. This is why Trump's good. And, like, someone posted something the other day. Actually, I saw it today. It was on, I don't know where it was, whether it was on Twitter or Facebook or something. Someone's like, you know, instead of just bashing Trump, why don't you tell us why the Democratic Party is good? If you want someone to go there, like, highlight your own good shit. And I was like, hmm, that's a good point. Yeah. You get a child molester for a fucking running candidate. Fuck. Tough sell. Whatever. <laughs> um, I'm not going to go into politics right now. I don't need that shit in my life. I'm just so done with everything. I'm just like, you know what? Just fucking leave me alone. Let me do my thing. And yeah, I think that's why I'm enjoying fishing so much right now. Yeah, talk to people that's about why I fishing. Wanna, that's why I want to get back to the range. Yeah, talk to people about fishing. Talk to people about shooting, and but like anything now, it like fishing is the one thing that I found that I can stay like semi neutral. Like everybody fishes. Or if you don't, go fuck yourselves. But like, guns are such a hot topic with fucking political stuff and all yeah. the wearing a mask is political at this point. It's like, I just fuck off. Let me go catch fish. Yeah, I don't want to listen to anything anymore. I don't watch the news. I just gave up on that. Like, that's why I really want, like, as far as shooting goes, that's why I would love to have a piece of property where I could just shoot on my own. Because but then you're gonna deal with fucking asshole neighbors that are fucking assholes. Yeah. And then like and that's where like I just go back to fishing and I'm like, I think this is why I'm like re falling back in love with fishing. Like 
I love trout fishing, but now like striper fishing gives me something to do when it's a fucking, there was no water till today. Yeah. Now we've got more water than we know what to do with. And, but you know, it's just, uh, fishing is very apolitical. And I think at least my run-ins with it, like people are talking about flies, people are talking about fishing. Yeah. Like there's no, Oh, well you like fishing. That means you're a fucking Republican. That means you're a racist. Well, fuck off. Like, no, I like fishing. Yeah. Yeah. And if you talk to somebody about it, they like, I mean, you, I've never once heard some, like you could bring up hunting to somebody and they're like, oh, hunting's, that's, that's mean. But right. bring up fishing to somebody, you know, you're never saying, why would you do that to that poor fish? Right. You know? I mean, and even if someone does, it's like, I catch and release. 99.6% of fish I catch. Yeah. Like, it's just the way I am. And I think that's like, because I actually got thinking about it the other day when I was, I don't know what I was doing, but I, I got thinking about like that topic of like fishing being political or not political. And like, there's not much shit left in this world that you can go openly say, I do this. And everyone's yeah. like, cool. Like, yeah. I mean, look at fucking everyone up in arms over NASCAR and, oh, they banned the Confederate flag. They're getting political. I'm down with them. NFL, people kneeling. Baseball, people kneeling. People cheating. Like, baseball, actually, baseball's up there with staying out of the politics, I think. Yeah. NFL's fucking embroiled in it. The fucking NASCAR's embroiled in it now. Like, there's just... I have watched some of the AFL. I don't know if you have watched any of that. No. God damn, is that shit electric? Is it? Yes. Oh, it's like rugby meets soccer meets fourth down of football. I'll check it out. It's fucking awesome. And a little bit like basketball rebounding. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't mean to go on like this huge apolitical rant, but I'm just done with politics, so I'm just going to go to fishing. And if you need me, I'll be here once a week. And other than that, probably going to be fishing somewhere <laughs> i'll be with you thursday night we could be apolitical there and then i'm just gonna be got someone to get the boat back what's that i said got someone to drive the boat back yeah you could drink <laughs> i was thinking about that i i should hire myself out during the summer to just like drive people to you got a pontoon boat you want to party at the sandbar? Pay me two hundred bucks. Pay me two hundred bucks. I'll go well, out, not drink, I, and. I told you about my business plan. Another business plan I have that I just will never put into account. So fuck it. Here, here it is for free for anybody that's listening. Down in the Keys, I want to run a beer bait and ice boat. Just get like a 28 foot or a 35 foot center, probably like 35 or 37, something big. Replace, or not replace, but like any storage on board is either for bait, ice, or beer. And like some snacks, like chips or whatever. Yeah. But like literally just be able to be sitting in a, in a marina and get a call. Someone's like, hey, I'm seven miles off. These are my coordinates. I, I need, need ice, I need, I need beer. beer, I need bait. Got you. 
and just fucking fly and just go out there and then like have extras on board, you know, have the boat stocked. So like you can just like make an announcement on like, you know, channel 13 or whatever and just be like, Hey, just letting you know, coming out if you need beer, bait or ice, I'll go, it'll be a reduced delivery fee because we're, you know, going on a call. Yeah. Yeah. And then, or just sit out there anyways and fish yourself. Like that was, that's my, that's my retirement plan. I think it could be like the, you could call it like the beer chest for the, I don't know. It's gotta be catchy. I just call it bibs. Beer, ice and bait. Yep. Beer, ice and bait service. Bibs. Bibs. Don't forget me when you, Make your millions. Yeah, it's going to be, like, that'd be so much fun. Like, who do you interact with? Uh, people that love fishing. Hey, look, no politics. Cool. Perfect. Here we go. Yeah. You know, people that are already out offshore doing something you love, like. No, it's a, just, it's a, that's a solid idea. The hard part would be finding, you know, responsible enough people not to fucking stove up boats and shit. Yeah. Then, I mean, got to buy a bay boat because you got to be able to make it back into the Everglades. So, you know, have a little tow service, boat service. Just really, I need to buy a marina down there and then I can just run this out of it and it's just whatever. Yeah. A reason, a reason for me to get out and then also fish while you're out because you can't run all the way out there if you're not going to fish for a little bit. <laughs> all right, my back you're is starting fucking, to kill me your, your sitting stool is worn out it's welcome yeah well i mean big weekend fourth of july fuck yeah america doesn't feel like it uh it feels weird this year i think it's because there's no like no not a lot of people are happy right now so fuck well it. let's We're just remember the fourth of july into the greatest turnaround of a year ever yeah see that thing right behind me right there yeah. The American flag. You got one right there. I got USA on this arm. It's, uh, we're as crazy as it is in this world right now. We live in a real goddamn good place and people don't understand that. We live in the greatest country in the world. As much as we, people bother us in it. That's that's the thing. They're allowed to we're we're allowed to be bothered, and they're allowed to bother people. We're allowed to bother people. It's but also just remember, your freedom of speech doesn't protect you from my freedom of fist. This is true, and, your, and their freedom of speech doesn't affect our freedom of speech. That's the greatest thing about it: the Constitution. You know, really we do is. live in we do live in the greatest country on the planet. We will continue as crazy as it is, and you know, if you don't like it, there's there's a lot of doors. Yeah, go find one. Left coast, right coast, North Canada. You mean? Although, can't, that's oh fuck, we didn't even cover that. This is gonna be the greatest summer on earth in Maine. Yeah, no Canadians. No Canadians. Unless it's we essential. Have, we might have mass holes, but we don't have Canuckistan. That's the greatest. I mean, 
talk about ending on a happy note. No more can no Canadian. I wondered why it was so great around here lately. And guess what? We can't go to Canada. Good. <laughs> Sorry. I do want to go to Nova Scotia though. I've been there. I've never been. It's like four my Scottish. That's where a lot of my Scottish heritage is from. Nova Scotia. All my heritage is pretty much right here, so fuck me, right? Hey, but Fourth of July Saturday. I, Enjoy have it. A happy safe Fourth of July. Don't blow your hands off. Don't Jason Pierre Paul the weekend. Uh, a lot. If of you are going to use fireworks, fireworks, be safe. Mostly. Try to do it before you get drunk. Um, Very much so. And I enjoy watching them. I'm looking forward to the home fireworks shows. Um, I'm looking forward to the people complaining about fireworks. Oh, all day. On the 4th of July. Um, But let's just try to be courteous to one another. Enjoy America's birthday. I mean, George Washington and those guys. Freedom ring. Yeah. So I forget. uh, I saw a meme and I can't remember what it was, but it's like something along the line. You know why, uh, you know why America doesn't text back? Because freedom rings. That's right. Something like that. So we'll see you Thursday. Maybe we'll do a, We'll, we'll do a social media update on Thursday of our fishing hey, excursion. We, we might have to just go Instagram Live or something. Why not? Give Why the not? people what they want. More of us. More of us. It's, I mean, I've, I've heard it from all over. People are saying. People are saying they want more. And So we're going to get more active on social media. We're going back to just fishing content because fuck it, it's not political. Maybe a little and bit of gun content. Some gun, gun content, because that's just what we do. Especially, I, I can't not talk. I, I just, we just won't have a podcast after October 1st. Cause yeah. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Social media, fishing, a little bit of guns. And Patriots talk coming back. Patriots talk. We're just going to enjoy the greatest country on earth this weekend. Um, keep, your, I will, keep your digits. Keep, yeah, your, keep digits your digits. Intact. Grill safely. Um, I will be grill master at the family Fourth of July for the second year in a row. Um, so I'll Thank post you. some updates. So, but Gotta yeah, do it. that's it. Appreciate everybody listening. And uh, if hey, you want listen, to add to- listen, like, and subscribe. Because yeah. the more the more you people do that, the more our go we go up on the charts, and the more people listen to us, and then maybe someday we'll get some cool shit out of that and make it even better. And we'll share that cool shit with you guys. I'll start doing fly giveaways if people that fly fish want shit if they listen. Um, I've got a lot of gear to liquidate. Uh, my fly fishing room is getting a bit out of control at this point, and I can't wait to start tying flies in it because um, I haven't done that in a long time. So, And if anyone wants to go out fishing, hit us up. We'll make it content. 
and uh, I'm sure there will be some content of Huey getting in and out of the boat on Thursday. I'm sure. Maybe not live footage of it, but there'll <laughs> definitely be a recap because yes, it's it shouldn't uh, be bad. That's actually a good dock there. Um, ramp right onto it. No stairs. No nothing. Basically, what I just I just need a solid shoulder to grab onto. Yeah, we got one of them. Got two of them. All right, perfect. Ready. All right, folks. All right, let your fucking freedom ring this weekend, and we will see you. I we'll see you Thursday if you want to tune in to the lives. Probably six thirty ish. Yeah. Ish. Ish. And other than that, appreciate all you and. At Mainly Stupid on Twitter, Instagram. At Foulfly on Twitter and Instagram. At QMAC87, Twitter and Instagram. And... Peace! There it is. <laughs> Finger guns for the people watching. <laughs>